Well, hello and welcome, everybody. This is your host, Ken D. Foster. And today is a day that may be life-changing for you, right? If you tune in and you really pay attention to this show today, you know, courage. Today, it takes courage in this world to be able to express your truth, express who you are, and be able to make any kind of an impact in this world. And if you are in a place where you're wondering, how do I step into my courage? How do I step into my power? How do I step into wisdom so that I can express myself in ways that maybe I've never expressed before? Well, those are some of the thoughts that we might be talking about today. I have some very special guests today. They are from the uh, uh, Air War College, uh, Hap Arnold uh, Project. And I want there's a disclaimer I want to put up front here because these are all military personnel that I'm bringing on the show today. So I want to let you know that the views expressed by the participants are their own views and not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the United States government, Department of Defense, United States Marine Corps, or Air University. Got to get that disclosure out. Because we're going to be talking about some really cool things today that you're going to want to pay attention to. And um, we've got a story about cancer. It's going to be a little later on the show that you will not want to miss. Listen, I've got to take a quick break. Then I'm going to come back and I'm going to introduce uh, my guests. So we'll be right back. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers. This free book reveals little-known secrets about annuity strategies that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. Call right now for your free book. And as a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report. Both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Call 800-510-0470. I'm Ian Clark with Activation Products, here to tell you that I get the deepest sleeps at night without counting sheep. Ease is transdermal magnesium, which means it absorbs through your skin. And many people are deficient in magnesium, which means they have too much calcium. When you've got too much calcium in your body, you can end up with heart palpitations, sore muscles, stiff joints, anxiety, and definitely poor sleep patterns. When you apply ease to start your day, then regardless of the stressors in your life, you can rest blissfully because we've sold more than 750,000 bottles of this effective spray, helping countless people fall asleep without counting sheep. Right to your door in just a few days, we'll deliver your brain the fuel it needs. You can now expect unexpected surges of joyful mental energy. Then click the link below, and for less than a dollar a day, You can upgrade your health right now. Are you feeling stuck? 
or in a holding pattern with your business or life, and you're not doing the things you want or love, then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity, or increase your courage, step into your power, and forge into the unknown, where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase Increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com. Well, welcome back, everybody. This is the moment I have been waiting for. And, um, you know, Lieutenant Colonel Mike, uh, I know you've gone through the program and you've got the story that you're going to share with us today. So I'm going to turn it right over to you. It's all you. And let's uh, let's hear your story. Go ahead. Okay, thanks, Ken. So I've been blown up, shot at, sworn at, knocked down, knocked out, detained, deported, impinged, unhinged, slightly singed defamed and defunded all during my time in my beloved Marine Corps, and none of it killed me. But what did almost kill me was my nose. Yes, my beezer, my sneezer, my honker, my booger generator, this beautiful Matterhorn of a schnozzola that keeps my mouth from getting too big by subjecting it to a perpetual withering shadow. It harbored a cancerous tumor that almost ate its way through the layers of bone at the back of my nasal cavity and into my brainstem. Beating my tumor became the most urgent, difficult fight of my military career, and I'm here to talk to you about how 10 simple leadership lessons served as antidotes to the uncertainty and the despair that consumed me as I fought cancer. That's leadership lesson number one, enunciate clear expectations. I beat my cancer in about eight weeks because I told my doctors I wanted the most aggressive treatments possible. I'm trained to fight any number of foes, hand-to-hand, or with rifles, pistols, or surface-to-air missiles. But Mr. Belvedere, as my tumor came to be known, was an enemy who simply left me helpless. And I hated that. I hated the fact that a tiny, fleshy blob born from leftover spinal cord fluid had grown unnoticed to the point where it could take my life. I hated being vulnerable to a dime-sized pink monster. And at first, I only told my wife about the tumor, which I had nicknamed Victor Charles. And even with her, I boxed up my fears over this tiny self-determination sapping killer. The tumor only became Mr. Belvedere after she persuaded me to share the truth with some neighbors. And my close friends renamed him after the genial butler from the 80s television series, subscribing to the fact that Mr. Belvedere wouldn't hurt anybody. So how could this tumor hurt me? Here's Here's the Belvedere background. In 2006, I was on a convoy heading back from Baghdad, and a rocket hit my truck but didn't explode. The shock left me, though, with a pinched nerve. The pinch came and went for years, and finally I drove to medical to get a scan. But inadvertently, the tech set the MRI aperture too high on my neck, and instead of a bad disc, the docs found Mr. Belvedere, where he'd been hiding and eating for much of my life. 
So I want you to pause and think about this. An unknown Iraqi insurgent tried to kill me, but then the unintended consequence of this was years later, another unnamed MRI tech set the machine incorrectly, and then he found a cancer that was going to kill me. And so my second lesson for you is this, be grateful 24 seven for your leadership opportunity, because you will be helped in so many coincidental ways as a leader by superiors, peers, and subordinates, and you will never know the breadth of their kindness. Ironically, I am forever grateful to the insurgent who shot at my truck, as if not for that attack, I would have never found Mr. Belvedere in 2018. Well, Belvedere had to go in soonest, and so here's lesson number three. Nurture a bias for action, particularly in crisis situations. Be a pinball of progress and bounce your way off obstacles to success. If a decision goes poorly, make another one, but resolve never to let yourself or your team quit moving forward. So I elected to undergo a biopsy to let the experts see Belvedere's true nature. But first I had to tell my family. And naturally, as a parent, I worried most about talking to my nine-year-old twins. I was addicted, hopelessly, to the tide of just unbridled joy brought on by the rapid pitter-patter of their stocking feet racing into the bedroom on a Sunday, the sudden stoppage of sound as their little bodies launched into the air, the near simultaneous woofs of impact as my boys bounced onto my chest, their happy voices urging me to get up as my nose inhaled the contrary mix of No More Tear Shampoo and Morning Dragon Breath. Well, my heart, my heart was the only one in danger of breaking. Being nine, the boys reacted without a shred of fear for my well-being and only focused on the fact that I might have to get radiation and those treatments could turn me into the Hulk. And here's leadership lesson number four. Attitude is everything. My boys flipped the disastrous news on its head and left me thinking about what color my skin would change if I did need radiation. I would be awake for the biopsy where an ear, nose, throat specialist would insert a flexible tube with a leech-like sucker on the end up my left nostril and a fiber optic camera up my right. The leech would latch onto Mr. Belvedere and potentially rip him out of my life forever. Just an aside here so you can visualize how far the probe had to go. Please put your index fingers behind your ears and draw an imaginary line through your skull. That was Belvedere's abode. It's a long way to go. So I'm awake and I'm slowly ripping through that paper cover on the vinyl examination bench and the leech is prodding around my nasal cavity. And then I hear, we've got to bleed, which could be bad. But then the doctor says, I'll tamp it down. And yet another probe, a third probe, shoots up my nose coated with liquid epinephrine to constrict the ruptured capillaries. Epi, as I found out, is another name for adrenaline. So we have artificially high levels of the body's action drug interacting with an already hyper-aggressive Marine. Nudge your friends because the story's about to get really good. There were multiple bleeds and every time there was more epi. My heart rate spiked above 190. My mouth became a piggy bank for pennies. Every life-threatening moment I've ever experienced flooded my consciousness. I found myself in fight or flight, but I couldn't move to the three probes up my nose and the worried nurse slowly increasing the pressure on my shoulders to stop me from thrashing. And here is lesson number five. You must train yourself to remain calm, even in the most extreme circumstances, because as a leader, 
everyone on your team will be looking to you for the example of how to behave. I pictured my wife's smile and I kept it together. But the epi, however, did not relent. Off the table, the effects intensified. Slick with sweat and shaking, my hands lost their grip on calm. What does a body in chemical chaos look like? Here's me, and I'm not making this up. I was wearing a patch of gauze, a rubber banded under my nose, a virginal cotton version of Hitler's signature mustache, lurching through the corridors of the hospital, battling the lizard brain to urge, to, to hunt, fight, and eat anything in my path. I had become not the Hulk, but Epigodzilla, and Naval Hospital San Diego had became my Japan. I came face to face with a posse of kids outside ophthalmology, and as they stared at me with a, fa- a balance of fascination and horror, my adrenaline-filled cortex labeled them as easy food sources. I reached out my claws to grab a pigtail when, thankfully, a nurse, God bless her, hit me over the head with a King Kong smackdown of TRICARE paperwork. Repelled, I turned tail, leaving a trail of nose drool in my wake. And I was now just a humble troll in search of my bridge. I needed to get home, but how could I in my half-monstrous state? I learned lesson six, the corollary to lesson three. Can I stop, breathe, and pick up this burden again later? I walked Balboa Park until my heart rate fell into the 60s, and then I drove myself home. The news came later that week that Belvedere was a cordoma, cancerous, and at least some of him remained. I would have to endure the probes a second time to evict him completely. And here's lesson seven. You can do everything correctly as a leader, and you can still fail because free will and random chance both get a vote. Just don't quit. I harked back to lesson four, attitude is everything, and I hugged my boys, and I put on that paper gown once again. And Mr. Belvedere exited my skull in April of 2018. I took the gas for the second procedure. They knocked me out, and I tamped down my oversized sense of self-reliance enough to ask my wife for help driving home. And that's lesson eight. Asking for help can be the smartest, bravest thing you ever do as a leader, because it, especially if it allows you to connect with your team. And in this case, I've been shutting my wife, my most you know, personal, bestest supporter. I've been shutting her out of the whole process, and that only served to weaken me and I needed her strength to keep going. And at my next MRI, Mr. Belvedere was gone, and he's remained absent ever since. But for two years, I got a gut check every six months when I would have to go for an MRI, and I would lie in the tube, and I would hear the magnets rattle, clunk, and whir, and I would think to myself, is Belvedere back? You know, and he may return, he may not, but I often kind of imagine him there, my nasal cavity love child born of the mucinix talking booger and Miss Pac-Man because the memory of what Belvedere could have taken from me inspires me to live better. This is lesson nine. We humans are creatures of habit. Grow the good and abandon the bad. Reject complaining as a coping mechanism and cultivate gratitude. Again, I say gratitude for your free will and your ability to act. We are all bound for death, but we are blessed with an infinite number of choices to make before we answer the reaper's knock. This is my final lesson to you. We can affect positive change every day in ourselves and in our teams from this second forward for the rest of our lives.
And that's my story. And I thank you for your attention. Wow, man, that was that was absolutely phenomenal. Thank you so much for sharing that story. And, you know, sharing the truth, there are a couple pieces that hit me really hard uh, when the rocket hit your vehicle and didn't explode. <laughs> that uh, what a miracle, you know, yeah. and uh, that worry about turning into the Hulk. I get, you know, I, I write, wow, you're right there. I was right there with you. And, uh, you know, uh, being the hyperactive Marine, I could just see that sitting on the table and, and the mind is roaring and you're wondering what the heck is next. And, uh, but my favorite, I think, was the, the Hitler's uh, signature mustache. <laughs> I think you did great with that, Mike. Thank you so much for that. Listen, I got to take a quick break. I'm going to bring everybody back in and uh, we're going to be uh, talking a little bit about your talk and a uh, little bit. How did you get there? By the way, before I take the break, I want to say this. That is a powerful TED Talk show. I hope you'll uh, go on TED Talk and deliver that before uh, too long. That's, that's that's really, really powerful. So, all right, got to take a break. I'll be right Are you being audited and do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Is the IRS threatening to take more of your money? Don't fight the IRS alone. The tax doctor is here to help you negotiate your tax bill and reduce your stress. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, do not call the IRS alone. Call a tax doctor now for a tax emergency analysis. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers. This free book reveals little-known secrets about annuity strategies that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. Call right now for your free book. And as a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, both absolutely free, for calling Annuity General today. Call 800-510-0470. There comes a time when you know you need to restart and regain control of your life. A time to seek freedom from the anxiety, addiction, and other issues that may be bringing you down. A time to heal and re-emerge as the real you. Villa Kalima is a holistic residential recovery program exclusively for women for individualized treatment. Villa Kalima offers proven clinical and holistic therapies for the mind, body, and spirit to assure sustainable recovery. Villa Kalima focuses on healing the cause, not temporarily masking symptoms. It's the only way to truly recover and find yourself again. Villa Kalima is located in a beautiful, peaceful, resort-like setting and is a licensed and accredited residential treatment center accepting a variety of health insurances. Start your healing and renewal today by calling Villa Kalima in La Costa, California at 760-814-8214. 760-814-8214. Villa Kalima, a place for transformation. CBD, you've heard about it. It's helping people relieve chronic pain, improve sleep, and reduce stress. But how do you find science-based products that feel right for you? Feel Good Hemp was started after the founders used CBD oil to help their dad heal from a three-month-to-live diagnosis. They deliver all-natural, lab-tested, high-quality products at affordable prices. So visit 
feelgoodhemp.org forward slash courage. And be sure to use coupon code COURAGE25 to get 25% off your first order. Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity or increase your courage, step into your power and forge into the unknown where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com. Welcome back, everybody. This is your host, Kendi Foster, and uh, you're listening to the show we've titled The Courage to Expand Your Brilliance. And I have to tell you, Colonel, <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel Mike uh, Carlton did just that. That was amazing. Though. That was great. All Thanks. right. Well, um, I'd love to get your thoughts, uh, Dr. Liz and Colonel Ritchie, uh, on Mike's delivery. Mike has worked incredibly hard this year on a talk that was good to begin with, and he's made it great with practice, repetition. And I think one of the, the hallmarks of our program is getting feedback from the other members of the class and the program. And he has not only gotten good feedback, but he's been able to give really good feedback. I think that kind of collaborative work really transforms how you decide to speak in public and what parts of a story you might include. And I think it's got, it's become a great story that inspires me every time I hear it. Yeah, absolutely. Colonel, Colonel, uh, Chris. So, uh, Mike, right here story, uh, as, as always. And, uh, and, and Ken, this is, yeah, that's the thing. This yeah, that was funny, but, uh, I mean, this is the the brilliance of this is every one of these stories are so incredibly unique. They're, they only belong to the individual who shares the story. Yet everybody who hears the story can walk away inspired and can take something with that. And you know, Ken, you and I've talked about bitter or better. It's all about perspective. And I think the biggest takeaway I have from Mike's story is number one, the incredible chance that encounter of what occurred, and then what led to the discovery. And instead of Mike being bitter over that experience he's he's got such a positive outlook on life and his children and his wife and his future and to me that's what's uplifting and inspiring it makes it makes things that you may be going through that are bad not so bad if you just flip your perspective and make it better as opposed to being better so i just think it's an awesome story well you know what it reminded me of is um and i i don't remember the admiral's last name but uh there was an admiral that did a uh, talk on um uh, he was in front of uh, a college, if I remember. And Admiral McRae. Who is it? Make, make your bed every day. Make your bed every day. Yes. What was yeah. his name? Admiral what? McRaven. 
McRaven, Admiral McRaven. That talk reminded me of Admiral McRaven's talk because it was like, A, B, C, here's the lessons, here's what I learned. That was, uh, I'm just kind of curious, did you model that um, after after the Admiral's talk at all or did you ever hear it? I I have, so we actually studied that as part of the course. Uh, We do quite a bit of watching, uh, you know, speeches and so forth and and dissecting almost like watching game film as like why did they do that or why did they not do that um i think for me honestly it was the the idea was to try to capture this experience and and write a speech that would be kind of appropriate for almost any audience that was interested in leadership from actual military other marines to you know the auburn rotary club or um, a group of high schoolers or whatever else and I guess I just really, I mean, I, I, I would give credit to Admiral McRaven and anyone else who, who tries to kind of condense things. But um, so, I mean, I'm sure I drew inspiration from that, but it was really trying to find the 10 things that got me through it and to present them in a hopefully funny and, and engaging way so that you might actually take a couple with you. Wow. Well, I'll just say this uh, performance uh, poetry is sweeping the world right now. And, you know, that that is a poem. And and that is uh, that is something that uh, it's by the way, I'm bringing a TV show out in the world uh, around that. Um, so I, when that happens, I'd, I'd love you to apply to be on that show. <laughs> I think you'd go along. Yeah, that, that was really powerful. Yeah. Well, OK, so listen, I've got uh, exactly two minutes to wrap this up. Um, any final thoughts from uh, let me start with uh, Lieutenant Colonel Mike. Final thoughts, 15 seconds or less. <laughs> I guess I would just encourage your viewers to uh, be vulnerable. That's probably the hardest thing that anyone can do, either as a leader or even as you know as a person. Um, and it's not weakness to ask for help. It is, it's actually a sign of strength. And that's that's a hard lesson to learn, but it's definitely with the probably number eight for me. Uh, you know, asking my wife for help was was the the big takeaway for me out of that whole experience. So thank you, it. Dr. Liz. Final thoughts. You have to be vulnerable to be courageous. You got to be willing to put it all the on the line for the people that you work with and the people that you lead. And our students do that for every time they dig deep and they find a story they want to share, they connect to someone and perhaps save someone anguish over their own dire situation. And that's the purpose and the point of studying communication and applying what we study to actual speeches that we give to others, making those connections. I'm, okay. I'm so glad that you invited us here today. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for being here. Colonel Chris, you got exactly 15 seconds. What you got? <laughs> I would say, uh, Ken, keeping with your theme, have the courage to share your story. Mm-hmm. All of us have stories. And uh, just like with Mike, what he shared, if you keep it to yourself, what good is it? But the more you reflect on it, you grow from that as a person. And when you share that, the people who get to hear your story grow as well. So I'd say have the courage to share your story. That's great. Let's so I want to thank all of you uh, for being here. You've really uh, touched my heart. I'm sure you've touched my audience's heart. And I believe there'll be more courageous speakers in the world as a result of uh, listening to this show. So uh, thank you. And I uh, want to just uh, mention to all of my uh, listeners out there, if you would like to 
find out more about Voices of Courage, uh, please go to voicesofcourage.us. You can get all of our replays there. You can also sign up to be a member of our organization so you never miss a replay. There's also, we give uh, free gifts away from guests now and then. Um, There's a whole bunch of benefits out there to uh, be a member of this organization, Voices of Courage. So I hope you'll take me up on it. Until next time, I hope you will continue to see the unseeable, know the unknowable, and then do the impossible. Take care. Till next time. Hello and welcome, everybody. This is your host, Ken D. Foster. And today is a day that may be life-changing for you, right? If you tune in and you really pay attention to this show today, you know, courage. Today, it takes courage in this world to be able to express your truth, express who you are, and be able to make any kind of an impact in this world. And if you are in a place where you're wondering, how do I step into my courage? How do I step into my power? How do I step into wisdom so that I can express myself in ways that maybe I've never expressed before? Well, those are some of the thoughts that we might be talking about today. I have some very special guests today. They are from the uh, uh, Air War College, uh, Hap Arnold uh, Project. And I want, there's a disclaimer I want to put up front here because these are all military personnel that I'm bringing on the show today. So I want to let you know that the views expressed by the participants are their own views and not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the United States government, Department of Defense, United States Marine Corps, or Air University. Got to get that disclosure out. Because we're going to be talking about some really cool things today that you're going to want to pay attention to. And um, we've got a story about cancer. It's going to be a little later on the show that you will not want to miss. Listen, I've got to take a quick break, then I'm going to come back and I'm going to introduce uh, my guests. So we'll be right back.
Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers. This free book reveals little-known secrets about annuity strategies that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. Call right now for your free book. And as a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, both absolutely free, for calling Annuity General today. Call 800-510-0470. I'm Ian Clark with Activation Products, here to tell you that I get the deepest sleeps at night without counting sheep. Ease is transdermal magnesium, which means it absorbs through your skin. And many people are deficient in magnesium, which means they have too much calcium. When you've got too much calcium in your body, you can end up with heart palpitations, sore muscles, stiff joints, anxiety, and definitely poor sleep patterns. When you apply ease to start your day, then regardless of the stressors in your life, you can rest blissfully because we've sold more than 750,000 bottles of this effective spray, helping countless people fall asleep without counting sheep. Right to your door in just a few days, we'll deliver your brain the fuel it needs. You can now expect unexpected surges of joyful mental energy. Then click the link below, and for less than a dollar a day, You can upgrade your health right now. Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity or increase your courage, step into your power and forge into the unknown where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com. Welcome back, everybody. Wow, look, I got a whole bunch of people in the studio today. I'm so excited. So I'd really like to uh, introduce the the guest today. I do want to say that the name of the show, I've called it The Courage to Express Your Brilliance. And um, I just thought it was uh, important because I had some brilliant uh, individuals on my show today. First, I'd like to introduce uh, Colonel Chris Ritchie. Uh, Colonel Chris is a career aviation command and control officer with 30 years experience Uh, He has served in multiple key command and staff positions in the military and has commanded at every rank. He is a faculty instructor in the Department of Leadership and co-director of the Air War College General Hap Arnold Executive Leadership Series. Colonel Chris Ritchie, welcome to the show. I'm going to invite you to uh, go ahead and introduce our other two guests. Well, thanks again, Ken. It's always a pleasure to see you, and I appreciate everything that you do, bringing these stories of courage to uh, to so many. Uh, and thank you for allowing me to bring two of my colleagues and friends. Uh, the first person I'll introduce is Dr. Uh, Elizabeth Woodworth. Uh, she earned her 
PhD in English at the Texas Christian University there at Fort Worth, Texas. And she studied rhetoric and 19th century British literature, which will come into play with some of our discussion today. Uh, from 20, 2008 to 2018, she was the director of composition at Auburn University, Montgomery, where she earned her tenure as an honors associate professor. Uh, she's been working at uh, Maxwell Air Force Base at Air War College for, uh, for a few years now and is the co-director for the executive uh, leadership program, a.k.a. General Hap Arnold. And uh, she's just been a, a fabulous teammate, and she's going to be terrific here today on the show. Wow. Well, Dr. Liz, welcome to the show. That's it's awesome to have you. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Ken. Absolutely. And uh, I'm going to have, invite you. Uh, let's see, who's going to in- introduce Lieutenant Colonel Mike? I'll be happy to do that since okay, I've, served with, uh, I've served with Mike uh, a few times uh, throughout our careers because uh, he is also a career aviation uh, command and control, more specifically on the air defense side where he comes to us having I had a very successful battalion command of uh, 3rd Low Altitude Air Defense Battalion. Uh, but he uh, he specializes, again, in Stinger missiles. He's a native of uh, Beaumont, Texas. Uh, an interesting career because uh, he started off at the University of Southern California with a bachelor's degree in print journalism and creative writing, uh, which is what he did for a period of time before coming in and becoming an officer in the Marine Corps. He's now served for 20 years, has deployed really all over the place, and has also had the privilege to command Marines at every rank. So I appreciate the opportunity to introduce my friends. That's great. Well, listen, uh, Colonel Chris Ritchie, uh, you and I did this last year. We had uh, participants from the Hap Arnold uh, um, uh, uh, Speaker Program Leadership Series, and um, we're doing it again. This is awesome. So um, let's tell the audience that is not real familiar with Hap Arnold and what you do there um, and uh, what Dr. Liz does there. Let's talk to them a little bit about this. What is it? So uh, thank you for the question. Uh, Back in 2011, this program was was initiated um, and it was primarily a community outreach type of a type of a venue, really to teach folks about what the military uh, professionals do. And uh, especially since we're all part of the communities where we happen to be stationed and reside. So it was really an outreach uh, mill to mill and uh, with the with the community. And that has started to grow now to where we bring our uh, our students who are competitively screened and selected based on the stories that they have and what they can share to an audience. And uh, what we have found, especially Dr. Woodworth and myself over the years, is we've kind of transformed the program to really pull deep personal stories out of uh, out of our military uh, students because they've got so much to share and it really goes with your theme of courage. So really their courage to step out of their comfort zone and share personal stories that have a leadership lesson we have found just creates enormous ripples and I'm sure my colleague would have something she'd like to add. Well, I'd, I'd like to add your colleague to that uh, discussion. So, uh, <laughs> um, uh, Dr. Liz, uh, let's uh, let me let's further that discussion. You know, somebody okay. comes in, they go through the program. Um, what's the transformations that you uh, you normally see in someone? Well, as you know, Ken, public speaking is a horrible experience for a lot of people. They equate next next to death, right? Yes. It's right up there with death. It's it's right Um, up there with death. Right. It's not comfortable. (laughs) People don't want to do it. Their mouth dries up, their hands shake. 
they nearly pass out or or could. So often we have students who they're all senior leaders, they're all very successful professionals, but they don't often get education in public speaking. So uh, along with the Hap Arnold program that I've been coaching and uh, co-directing with Colonel Ritchie, we decided a couple of years ago that we would add in a course on classical rhetoric, an area that near and dear to my heart. Partly because- uh, you, you've, uh, I think you have a degree in classical rhetoric, if I remember correctly. Yes, along with British literature. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. So I'm how really do we, how does classical works. rhetoric tie into the Hap Arnold <laughs> and what you're teaching with the uh, uh, the uh, participants to to speak? Right. Well, language, you know, is the key to functioning effective effectively in a complex world. And when we can name things, we can talk about them. And that's one of the things that classical rhetoric does. Um, the rhetoricians, the three of the most famous, famous Aristotle, Cicero, and Quintilian, they did not invent rhetoric or public speaking. They observed how it was that humans did it. And then they named the things that they observed. And uh, classical education used to include rhetoric from the medieval period onwards. Uh, if you were a student of Plato or Aristotle, Alexander the Great, for instance, was a student of Aristotle and was absolutely schooled in classical rhetoric. He wouldn't have called it that. Um, only we do that 2,500 years later. But there are really uh, three times three things uh, in Aristotelian rhetoric that are important to think about and that we teach in the course. And prior to that, through the Hap Honor Program, an awareness of the speaker, the audience, and the text. Yeah. And, those, and are the know, three, those are the three things there, awareness of speaker, audience, and, and the text. Okay. And, and so those are three things. But then also we talk about, uh, Aristotle called it, legal speech, ceremonial speech, or forensic or political speech. And really it has to do with the past, the present, and the future. And those are just three more ways of thinking about what it is that you're asking the speaker to tell the audience. Are you talking about something that's happened? Are you asking them to move to action? Or are you investigating some possibilities? So those are six things, um, speaker, audience, text, past, present, future. And then we also talk about the appeals that Aristotle talks about in On Rhetoric, ethos, logos, and pathos. And ethos is really about- Hold, hold on, I gotta take a quick oh, break. Sure. We'll come back with ethos oh, sure. in just a second. Hold on, please. <laughs> an important message from the Diabetes Solution Center. 
Diabetics understand all too well the pain of pricking your fingers. But now, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can immediately reduce your pain. It's easy to use and helps you make more accurate diabetes treatment decisions. If you are testing your blood sugar four or more times daily, injecting insulin three or more times daily, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetes Solution Center right now. CBD, you've heard about it. It's helping people relieve chronic pain, improve sleep, and reduce stress. But how do you find science-based products that feel right for you? Feel Good Hemp was started after the founders used CBD oil to help their dad heal from a three-month-to-live diagnosis. They deliver all-natural, lab-tested, high-quality products at affordable prices. So visit feelgoodhemp.org forward slash courage and be sure to use coupon code courage25 to get 25% off your first order. Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity or increase your courage, step into your power and forge into the unknown where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com. Well, welcome back, everybody. I've got uh, four amazing guests on the show right now. We're talking to Dr. Liz uh, Woodworth, and we're talking about uh, the uh, ethos, um, you know, when, how it relates to speaking in front of individuals in public. So go ahead, uh, Dr. Sure. So once we decide we're not going to die because of public speaking, <laughs> um, then, <laughs> then we start to study. Makes me nervous just to think about it. I know. I know. Imagine standing up in front of a thousand people. It just gives people the willies. So even though you're you're an experienced professional and a commander, you can use more practice and diving into the way we talk about speaking and communication. That's part of what the classical rhetoric course is about. So the, the three appeals that Aristotle offers is ethos, and that refers to the character of the speaker. Logos refers to the strengths and weaknesses of our arguments within a text or video or visual rhetoric even. And then pathos refers to the emotions of the audience. What are we trying to get the audience to feel when we're speaking? So, you know, once we talk about how it is that public speaking can happen, and the reasons we want to communicate with a specific audience that takes some of the sting away from actually doing it. And then, of course, we practice. We encourage our students to think about sharing stories that are meaningful, 
that it takes some courage to tell that perhaps they haven't told before. And the purpose is to bridge that gap between military and civilian, the misunderstanding that happens when you've only ever watched Top Gun or Green Berets and the reality of the humans that serve in our military services. And so that's the purpose wow. of the course and Hap Arnold is to share those stories and get connected to people in our community beyond our military educational institution. I get it. And classical well, rhetoric. You know, I, I, uh, I, I like to, I'm going to add uh, uh, my other two guests back in, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Mike and Colonel Chris Ritchie. Um, Lieutenant Colonel Mike is going to give us one of those stories in a little bit that um, probably hasn't been broadcast out in the world like uh, this before. So it takes a little courage to, uh, to really step into that. But, you know, expressing our true voice, you know, stepping into the courage that it takes to connect with one another in our own humanity. Um, you know, that's what this show is all about. Uh, Colonel, when you're teaching uh, an individual how to step into their voice, um, like what's the first step that a person has to go through, right? Has sure. to step into. It requires a great deal of self-reflection. And, and I'll tell you, Ken, uh, what, what we have found is the stories that our students start to practice with. What we hear is there's something deeply uh, seated that is trying to come out. But like Liz just mentioned, they're afraid to. And that's the thread that we grab and pull because embedded and hidden underneath the stories that we like to share are the real stories, which I call those the heart strengths, because that's the connection. I mean, we've had speakers before share stories about times that they considered suicide in such a way that you don't even know what they're talking about until the end. And then we'll have audience members that are so moved. You can tell that that's something that they're experiencing themselves. And it just, uh, that's where you connect with other people because those are the stories that bind. Um, but unless we can have them practice it and have the courage, like Liz talked about to, to really share that story, um, then it just kind of is stuck within ourselves. And it's well, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Mike, you, you've been through the program. You're a participant of it. Um, my question yes, to you is that do stories heal? Oh, I think so. Um, I, I've been able to share my story about the this, this cancer that I had in my nose with the, everybody from um, folks online in this kind of forum to uh, cadets out at the Air Force Academy and I would say it's definitely brought me some measure of comfort and really, um, I guess, in some sense, worth and security because it's allowed me to hopefully share some of the lessons that got me through it. And so it's not anything that uh, it, it's in some sense, it's kind of like a burden shared is an easier burden to bear. And so and this is almost I, I would call it preventive maintenance, as it were, preventive medicine uh, for for these, well, especially for the lieutenants, we did the, the session with the cadets probably last two, two weeks ago, and they seem to really latch on to some of the lessons, and I hope that they can use those down the line and have an easier journey because of what I was able to pass along. I hope that answers your question. You know, we're, we're talking about our humanity, and, and I, as a lay person, not in the military um, or served in that capacity, you know, I think of the military as um, a, very, a lot of discipline, a lot of rules, um, a lot of, you know, get over it, get, get it done, take care of what you need to do. Don't, you know, if you don't like it, tough, just do it. 
you know, that kind of stuff. And um, sometimes for sensitive Marines or, you know, they, that can be kind of overwhelming. So yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you've all experienced that, right? Um, yeah, we, yes, so. we experience it all the time. But the human connection is what is what binds us. I mean, when, when leaders share in the same burden, but are willing to take that step into the same mud as all the other folks, uh, they'll, they'll follow you. So yes, discipline is there, but that never replaces good, solid leadership of uh, having compassion for our, our, the people that we're privileged to lead. Sure. And I well, think what I'm hearing communicating. Is, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Dr. Oh, Liz. well, I think learning to communicate with the people that you lead in a different way through mm -hmm. this program mm -hmm. is different than giving a brief on here's what we're going to do to maintain this aircraft. Rather, here is how I am a human and you can approach me as a human. Please know that I'm here for you is different than we have to get this mission accomplished. But you can't leave your humanity behind. When There's some that say that say that this kind of a of a connection, human connection, might weaken the military. I mean, is that is that true or no? It's the opposite. It's the exact opposite. In fact, from what I've seen over 30 years now, um, yeah, it, it's just good old fashioned leadership 101. It's servant leadership, truly. Uh, truth be told, mm -hmm. that, uh, you're going to place the, the needs of others above your own. And it's not giving people everything that they want, but certainly giving them everything that they need. Right. And then the underlying theme is you're going to enable the, their, their full potential, um, not just in the military, but their personal lives. I mean, outside of the uniform, we all have personal lives and there's things that matter to us uh, that are priorities. And uh, good leaders are going to understand that and help pull out the best in, uh, in their folks and help them achieve. <laughs> now, now, even though, even though I didn't serve, my father did serve. Yeah. <laughs> he was in the military for many years. So I got a lot of his thinking and, and, you know, and the way it was back then for him. So um, I'm really happy to hear that, you know, the mindsets are really changing and we're, you know, we're passing down that human part of, of serving in a, in a, uh, in a greater way. I've got to take a quick break back. When I get back, uh, Lieutenant, Lieutenant Colonel Mike is going to deliver his story. And um, this is what he, uh, he went through with the Hap Arnold uh, Leadership Program. So this is, uh, this is the story that came out. So uh, stay tuned here. You'll want to hear this. We'll be right back. If you or someone you love has developed Parkinson's disease after being exposed to Gramoxone or any herbicide containing the deadly chemical Paraquat, you may be entitled to financial compensation. If you developed Parkinson's and worked or lived on a farm that used Paraquat herbicide treatments with Gramoxone, Firestorm, or any listed brand, call now. You may be entitled to financial compensation. There are time deadlines, so don't delay. If you don't win, you pay nothing. 800-771-3380. Hi, folks. 
Medicare Part C plans with extra benefits like getting money added back to your Social Security check may now be available to you in your zip code. Make sure you're not missing out. It's simple. One, call the number on your screen. Two, they'll look up your zip code and see if you're eligible. Three, they'll check for plans with extra benefits like prescriptions, dental coverage, and the benefit that adds money back to your Social Security check every single month. Call now. I called to get everything I deserve. I called to check my zip code for a plan with a benefit that adds money back to my Social Security check. I called to check my zip code. Millions of people have called the Medicare Coverage Helpline. Call. Check your zip code, see if you're eligible, and get what you deserve. Call now. Call 1-800-374-2308. That's 1-800-374-2308 now. Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life, and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity, or increase your courage, step into your power, and forge into the unknown, where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase Increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com. So uh, thank you. And I uh, want to just uh, mention to all of my uh, listeners out there, if you would like to find out more about Voices of Courage, uh, please go to voicesofcourage.us. You can get all of our replays there. You can also sign up to be a member of our organization so you never miss a replay. There's also we give uh, free gifts away from guests some, uh, now and then. Um, there's a whole bunch of benefits out there to uh, be a member of this organization voices of courage. I hope you'll take me up on it. Until next time, I hope you will continue to see the unseeable, know the unknowable, and then do the impossible. Take care. Till next time.